0: Sudden cardiac death of an athlete on a sports field is a devastating event that occurs as a complication of underlying heart disease. In many cases it's the first and only sign of disease. Pre-participation cardiovascular screening aims to detect underlying heart disease and prevent sudden cardiac death. An analysis article on the bmj.com examines the evidence for this type of screening in non-professional athletes and finds that there is ongoing controversy about whether it is effective. I'm Navjo Lade, analysis editor at the BMJ, and I'm joined by Hans von Brabant, a researcher at the Belgium Healthcare Knowledge Centre and one of the authors of the review, to discuss the benefits and harms of screening. Hans, can you tell us how did you come to be involved in examining the evidence?
1: So, we have been asked by the Belgian government to go for an in-depth scientific report to look for data supporting cardiac screening. A lot of Belgian cardiologists and screening physicians are really promoting screening, whereas some data in the international literature indicated that such screening might be harmful.
0: And um you were specific specifically looking at um young non-professional athletes, is that right?
1: Correct, correct. The reason why the reason is that uh, the the etiology the 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 source of the reason of sudden death in sports is very much depending on the age of the people above thirty five years almost any death is due to coronary artery disease yeah which is which is a very very common disease in Belgium there are ten thousand people suddenly dying because of coronary artery disease. On the other hand, below the age of 35, the reason for dying suddenly, the underlying disease are, a, are one of a whole range of very rare um, congenital or hereditary diseases, which are all very, very rare. And there are only, in Belgium, there are only, we estimate, between 3 and 10 people per year that are dying suddenly below the age of 35 so you have so the scope of the problem is completely different below or above 35 years of age.
0: And in terms of population I mean lots of professional athletes enter into programs run by their um, sports associations so is that why they're excluded from this particular evidence review?
1: Of course, there is. Yes, you, you can no longer go for screening for professional athletes because all those people, because of the money involved, are all already uh, checked and medical undergo medical examinations uh, every year.
0: It's it's happening already. Yes, um, yes. Yeah. Um. So, can you set the scene for us um, in terms of young non-professional athletes? Do we know how common sudden cardiac death is in this group?
1: Yeah, so there are no uh, good data, because it's very difficult to find out if a young man or a young woman dies suddenly during the sport. It's very hard to know what's the reason, because most often there will be no autopsy, for example. eh? But the number of which most people do agree is one out of 100,000 per year. In Italy, already since the early 70s, they are doing pre-participation screening. They are keeping very good note of every incident and they as well have, in the latest period, an incidence of one in 100,000. So I think this this number is, is correct. The best we can, our best estimate.
0: Okay. And um, as you alluded to, there are a range of causes in this uh, population group under 35 can you describe some of those for us
1: yes the most there are about 50 50 50 diseases that might be that might uh, lead to sudden cardiac death the most frequent reason for sudden death is hypertrophic cardiomyopathy but the most often detected disease that might lead to sudden death is WPW, the Wolf-Parkinson-White syndrome. Yeah? So about 3,000 people out of 100,000, this is 0.3%, have a disease that might lead to sudden death. Of those 3,000, one will eventually die suddenly, okay? Is this clear?
0: Yeah, so these are very small numbers we're talking about. Pardon? These but are very small, small yes, numbers. absolutely,
1: yeah. So the most of, if you look at young people, you, you start to you examine them with an electrocardiogram, you will find uh, 1,500 to 2,000 per million people with WPW. Now, the problem of the, the fact is that sudden death in WPW, the Wolf-Parkinson-White syndrome, is very rare in asymptomatic people with WPW. This means that most people, most people with WPW don't have any symptom during their whole life. Some of them will have palpitations, and they will have re-entry tachycardias, which lead them to a doctor and which lead to a, a treatment. And very, very rarely will sudden death be the first manifestation of WPW. It is the latter people that we want to find during our screen. All these numbers are not very, very exactly, but about one in 10,000 WPWs will die suddenly, which is a very, very low number. On the other hand, the only treatment of WPW is an ablation of the accessory pathway between the atria and the ventricle, which is the origin of the disease. And now you should know that the mortality associated with the ablation is also one out of 10,000. So you have a very, very low chance to prevent one death, but you also have a very, very low chance to cause, to induce one death. Eh? You understand? So it doesn't make any sense to detect WPW to prevent sudden death because the harm and the benefit of treatment is about the same.
0: Well, this gives us a hint of some of the complexities um, surrounding this topic. Um, but let's let's go back one step. Um, just start by telling us what what tests exactly does screening for sudden cardiac death involve?
1: Yeah, you you can. Obviously, you can go as far as you want. In, in professional athletes, they will certainly do CT scans, MRI scans, and things like that, genetic examinations. What we are discussing here is screening in its most basic format, which is also uh, promoted in it- Italy, for example, but also in other countries and here in Belgium, professional associ- the sports associations, sports Uh, leagues will ask to do at least an ECG. So the examination which we were talking about consists of one, a history, two, physical examination, three, electrocardiogram.
0: Uh, Let's talk a bit about how good these tests are at identifying these underlying causes.
1: Yes. Okay. History taking. History taking is a very poor predictor of sudden death. Eh? They ask people, did you ever uh, fainted during exercise? There's even an official questionnaire published by the Americans that they have to use during their uh, screening examination. And there's one study, which is referred to in the paper as well, where 60, eh, 6 zero, more than half of participants that are screened are indicating at least one item in that list that raises suspicion. Now, 60% out of 1 million is 600,000, but you know that only one of those 600,000 will eventually die. You see, you have a huge amount of positives Mm -hmm. out of these tens of thousands of people that are suspected. They will do a number of additional examinations, MRI scans, catheterizations. They will treat them for anything they find without saving only one life. Eh? Th- that's a big problem. It's the same with clinical examination. Eh? Th- who is Who are the people who are d- doing these examinations? They are um, people who are, most of them, sports physicians, who don't have a cardiology training, so they have to do an auscultation, say that they hear a, a heart murmur, they doubt, once they hear a, hur- a murmur, they doubt a little bit and they say, oh, this is a bit suspect, uh, let's go for the cardio- for a cardiology examination. Yeah. And the cardiologist will listen, they'll do an echo, we'll do um, a, a stress test, and we'll decide, okay, there's nothing at all. But okay, during that time, the, the person in question uh, has been has had anxiety, he might have been disqualified for an upcoming event one or two weeks later because he had to go first to the cardiologist, and things like that. Eh? Mm.
0: I mean, that's obviously an issue for a number of screening tests, the, the issue of whether these tests might detect disease in people who are healthy and don't have anything wrong, i.e. Oh. the false positives. Yes. But then, then the other thing we consider, um, which you talk about in the paper, is the ability of the test to accurately identify people with the disease. Um, so how does screening for sudden cardiac death perform here?
1: No, Sensitivity is... Um for ECG, there's a sensitivity for history taking and clinical examination is very poor. And very, very poor. You will detect only a few percent. Eh? So this is useless. Useless for detecting. Eh? It's just the people who have some hereditary disease and who, whose brother or sister or father died suddenly. You will identify, identify or you might identify those people but because these diseases are so rare also in siblings so this is a very rare event eh? so history physical examination useless ECG has a sensitivity of about 75 percent 75 percent the most important one is the congenital abnormalities of the coronary arteries eh? but this is very very rare cannot be detected by any means you know, you only know that this was a problem by, at autopsy. The most, what do people find at autopsy when a young, pe- young person died suddenly? The reasons are one, hypertrophic cardiomyopathy and two, WPW and three, coronary artery disease, congenital coronary artery disease. People with those diseases don't have any problem at all during their whole life. eh? Mm. This is very important. So it makes no sense to to search for these diseases.
0: Okay, so with this information, we get an idea of what some of the benefits and harms of screening might be. Um, Let's look at benefits first. Do we know from available evidence from screening programs elsewhere whether screening reduces the risk of sudden cardiac death?
1: Um, No. In fact, we have no good data. There's only one study, which is the Italian study, and there you see that since mandatory screening was started in the 70s, there is an important decrease of the number of sudden deaths. In their original paper, the authors mm, conclude that they see a trend in the decreasing incidence of sudden death, a trend from 4 to 1 out of 100,000. They don't say that screening was the reason, because there was no control group. Eh? They it's, had a, no control it's an observational
0: group. study, right? It's so so just
1: an observational study. Eh? Now, what is interesting, that the beginning around to the year 2000, there they have an incidence of 1 in 100,000. If we compare this number, one, one out of 100,000, with other countries where there has been no screening, such as the USA, such as France, these numbers there are just exactly the same, also one out of 100,000.
0: Yeah, and the other, the other factor that you mention is that um, perhaps there's improved resuscitation, better availability of defibrillators, that sort of thing.
1: Yes, moreover. Over those, twi- over those 26 years, there were only 52 cases, eh? which is a mean of two per year in the Veneto region, mm. which is a very low absolute number. Mm. This means that a single error in registration might have an enormous impact in that number. Eh?
0: Yeah, I mean, as you've you've pointed out already, the, the data in this area is not brilliant. Um, no. And, I mean, when these... Uh, deaths happen they're tragic and they come as a big shock so despite I think you demonstrating in your paper that that there are definite harms um, from this type of screening that perhaps outweigh the benefits it remains a hot topic that I think people will um, continue to debate what what do you think is needed to um, move forward get better data how can we resolve some of these issues?
1: Yeah, that's a very good question. It's a very—it's a pity that the Italians in the 70s did not decide to go for a randomized trial. We would have known if screening really saves life. Now, I think it is impossible to start a randomized controlled trial because a lot of people are really uh, convinced that screening is beneficial, that screening should be done. What can be expected and hoped for in the future is that we will... Uh, find genetic tests that are finding out with certainty if a given uh, genetic hereditary disease is present. So this at this moment uh, it is common sense. You have to we have to accept that these rare conditions occur, that we can't avoid them, that participating in sport is very good for your health, so we can't stop doing sports. <laughs> The, we have to accept that that's very 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 low risk i think okay you can some people say okay you have to train you have to train people for uh, resuscitation you have to make uh, all kind of devices available at the sports events i don't know this is not has not been proven to be worthwhile I don't know. I don't know. There, there is no there is no uh, golden bullet to, to, uh, to save this problem.
0: Mm. Okay, well, lots to think about there. Um, Hans, thank you so much for joining us and talking us through your paper. And um, that analysis article, Harms and Benefits of Screening Young People to Prevent Sudden Cardiac Death, is now Thanks. available on the bmj.com.